Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Policy in Virginia is raising alarm among some LGBTQ students. I'm Dick Yoliano. Gun charges dismissed against two men police said were planning a mass shooting in Richmond. I'm John Doman. And the Nats fail in their against the Mets. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A U.S. Congresswoman from Indiana has died in a car crash. CBS's Linda Kenyon reports. Flags are flying at half staff at the U.S. Capitol building following news that Indiana Republican Congresswoman Jackie Walorski died in an accident in northern Indiana. The Elkhart County Sheriff's Office says two staff members who were in the vehicle with Walorski were also killed. So was the driver of the other car. Authorities say Walorski's vehicle was hit head-on when the other car crossed the center line on a state highway. Walorski, who represented Indiana's 2nd Congressional District, was 58. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. Voters have been heard loud and clear in a deep red state. Our Jim Crisula explains. Kansas voters overwhelmingly rejected a ballot measure that would have allowed the Republican-controlled legislature to tighten abortion restrictions, possibly banning the procedure outright. What was at stake was our constitutional rights and our freedom. I'm super proud to be from Kansas tonight. It was the first test of voter sentiment after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Still reeling from deadly flooding in eastern Kentucky, Governor Andy Bashir has another warning for residents. This time, it's extreme heat. If you don't have power, if you don't have a cool place to be, today and tomorrow is going to get really hot. For our seniors, for those with medical conditions, really for everybody. Make sure you take care of yourself. The first grain ship to leave Ukraine under a Black Sea wartime deal has passed inspection in Istanbul and is heading on to Lebanon. But there's no sign yet of any following it, even as Ukraine says 17 other vessels are loaded with grain and waiting for the okay. The jury in Austin, Texas, has started deliberating how much conspiracy theorist and InfoWars host Alec Jones owns the, owes the parents of the one of the children killed in the 2012 school shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. Chris Fox in Austin with more on Jones' second day on the stand. Parents of six-year-old Sandy Hook victim Jesse Lewis say Alex Jones' decade-long campaign of lies that the school shooting never happened made their lives a living hell. While on the stand, Jones pushed quite a different narrative. I think Sandy Hook happens, and I think it's a terrible event, and I think we need to protect our children from mentally ill psychopaths. Mark Bankston, the attorney for the parents, tried to point out to the jury that Jones can't be trusted about anything. A former school teacher from suburban New York City has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison for mailing dozens of violent threats to LGBTQ-affiliated individuals, groups, and businesses over several years. The 74-year-old pleaded guilty in February to, among other things, threatening to blow up the Stonewall Inn. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 1103 on Wednesday, August 3rd of 2022. 82 degrees, overnight lows in the 60s and 70s.
Good evening to you. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. One person was taken to the hospital after an Amtrak passenger train hit a tractor trailer late this afternoon in Frederick, Maryland. The big rig was on the tracks, stuck in backed up traffic on Maple Avenue when the train hit it around 525 this evening. The tractor trailer hit a pickup truck and then the smaller truck was pushed into a building. The driver of the pickup was hurt but is expected to survive. Sean Emerson of Gaithersburg tells WTOP he and his girlfriend were on the train train headed to Pittsburgh on vacation when they felt a jolt and learned what happened. We were stuck there about an hour at Brunswick where the crash happened, but after an hour, the uh, conductor came on and announced that the whole train had been inspected from the outside and there's some slight <laughs> slight dent on the, the front right side of the locomotive, but all the equipment was functioning fine. There's nothing under the train, so we were cleared to proceed. The crash caused delays for several trains. Some LGBTQ students and their allies are concerned about a draft policy being developed at the Virginia Department of Education. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports. About 600 student members of the Pride Liberation Project are warning about new public school policy based on a measure passed by the General Assembly and signed by the governor. The new law gives parents the rights to be notified and to opt out of any sexually explicit instructional material. What worries Rivka Viscardo-Lichter is that materials involving homosexuality might fall under the rubric of sexually explicit. We are basically asking that the Department of Education develop guidelines that explicitly state that instruction about queer people is not inherently sexual. The State Department of Education must review public comments before finalizing the policy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Last month, Richmond police said they thwarted a planned mass shooting at a popular park hosting July 4th festivities. Now WTOP's John Doman reports there are some new developments in the case. State gun charges have been dismissed against two Guatemalan immigrants whose arrests last month led police to say they stopped a mass shooting targeting a park on the 4th of July in Richmond. Though now they're facing federal charges, prosecutors say Julio Alvarado Dubon and Roman Balcarcel Bavagas were planning a shooting, but not at any specific location. Federal prosecutors are going after Alvarado Dubon on a charge of possession of a firearm by a non U.S. citizen, while Balcarcel Bavagas is charged with being in the U.S. illegally. Neither man faces any charges related to planning a mass shooting. John Dome in WTOP News. Sad news this evening about a family from Montgomery County. Two sisters from Potomac were killed when a fire ripped through their home that their family had rented for, their, for the summer on New York's Long Island. Our news partners at NBC4 say 21-year-old Jillian Weiner and her 19-year-old sister Lindsay were asleep upstairs when that fire started in the Southampton home around 3.30 in the morning. Their parents, Louis and Elisa Weiner, managed to escape along with their 23-year-old son, Zachary. The fire's cause is under investigation. In D.C., Capitol Police have arrested two young men suspected in a series of armed carjackings after a stolen car was spotted near the Capitol. WTOP's Mitchell Miller reports from The Hill. Police say the stolen Mercedes sped off after an officer identified it on Independence Avenue during the Tuesday evening rush hour. The car ultimately crashed into a parked car on Capitol Hill. Officers say they recovered a ghost gun in the car that was capable of firing up to 31 rounds. The driver, 19-year-old Mackay Statton of Maryland, faces a slew of charges related to the gun and the stolen car. A passenger, 18-year-old George Turrentine of D.C., has also been charged. 
charged in connection with the stolen vehicle. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, more about the killing by the U.S. of the leader of al-Qaeda and who might take his place. 1107. Here's Howard Spira, Chief Information Officer at the Export-Import Bank of the United States, on the discussion threat and data protection, the critical role of endpoint security in the federal government, sponsored by Tanium. While we do have a lot of international clientele, that may pose a little bit of a challenge in terms of what's an anomalous signal versus a, what's a, a normal signal, but I don't think it really changes the overall framework of everybody. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Tanium. 